Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Hey everyone, it's Saturday, January 28th, 2012, <laughs> and you're listening to episode 28 of the Non-Sequitur Podcast. People don't like my intro, apparently. <laughs> it sounds like uh, like a sports announcer. Well, seeing as we're playing a game today, I figured I'd game show it up a little bit. Okay. You can be like a Bob Barker, how about that? There you go. Uh, all right, so we have, I'm just glad he's still alive. Uh, we have a special guest with us today, uh, Josh from Lacey. Oh, I'm special. You've written in for many times for many questions. Uh, yeah. We've, we've answered many of them, and we've made fun of you many times. That's <laughs> uh, true. So it's nice to have you here to make fun of you face-to-face. Thanks. Um, I look forward to it. <laughs> uh, so on my left, we got... I'm Kelly. Josh. Melissa. Amy. And I'm Luke. Awesome. Another thing to check off my list. He's got a whole list here. I have, of I have stuff a checklist of things because I keep yeah. forgetting to do certain certain things. So before we get into the actual meat of the podcast, does anybody want to comment on Snowtastrophe 2012? We've all lived through it now. Um, we it lost power. It was We lost power for 30 hours, so it sucked for us. That's but. about how long I lost power for. Kelly, what about you? Do you lose power at all? I lost power for like three hours while I was asleep. It was so rough. Oh, amazing. And uh, Amy, you guys had power or lost power for like five days? We lost power for five days and a half an hour. Five days and a half an hour? I can't believe you kept that like close tiny. track. Well, not exactly a half an hour, but... It could have been like 27 minutes. Yeah, it was... We lost power at... Between 11 and 11.30 on Thursday and got power back at almost noon on Tuesday. And so it totals out to five days. So I've got to thank your family for the amazing generator. That was a, a lifesaver. I kept, we kept, Melissa and I would go over and charge the laptop and the touchpad and our cell phones and then go back home. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> you guys should have charged us for that. It uh, also kept me from freezing. That's yes, true. That's our house got cold. It was and only 50 degrees. That's cold Barely for inside. Cold. Fair enough. And I mean, you guys missed the adventure to get it started. Most of the adventure to get the generator started. Um, we had a friend who participated in a way more of that adventure. But mom was sad when the boys weren't around to refill the generator and yeah. start it. Filling up a generator with gas while it's running probably isn't the best idea, but we did it anyway. <laughs> I'm actually a little bummed. So I had saved, uh, kind of with the help of my beautiful wife, uh, a whole carton of eggnog that I, cause that stuff, you know, it, you, it's hard to find after December. And so I had saved a carton of it that I could, you know, enjoy Can well into February. It? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, <clears throat> sell by date was February 8th. So, oh, okay. So I lost, unopened. yeah. So I lost basically a whole carton of eggnog due to the power outage. And I was super cranky. What? You could have brought it to the house. We had I didn't, a generator. Well, I didn't want to open the fridge because I didn't know when we were going to get our power back. And because I didn't know it was in there, I had forgotten at that point. So I just uh, lost my eggnog. That stuff's an abomination. I you put everything you in the ice chest out all right. in the snow, that, except for all my cheese in the cheese drawer. So I lost all my cheese. Hmm. Whatever. Kelly, speaking of so. abominations, tell us about your tattoo. It looks like you're bleeding. What's I'm going not on? Bleeding, or that you have a rash, or no? She highlighted it with red. It looks really cool. It looks like you're bleeding. You look. So tell me, what what does I that punch have? you? You're going to be bleeding. If I punch that, you'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell me about that. Is it have anything to do with your heritage? Yes. Tell me about it. Uh, I've got uh, daffodils. Oh, I remembered what they're called. That's the first time. <laughs> uh, daffodils for whales and. <laughs> Wales drop. the country Wales the country yes not not like Wales I'm not related to Wales <laughs> <laughs> I was like Wales don't eat daffodils no um, and uh, snow drops for Ireland so is that arm completely 
completely done now. It is mostly completely done. Yes. Yeah, so just, I was thinking of doing a little more highlighting around the other two tattoos on there, uh, just to make them all kind of match up a little bit. And then, yeah, it's done. I think we might have to, to post a picture of that with the podcast so people can see it. All right. It's actually really good. I don't like tattoos and I really don't like sleeves, but that's a pretty cool tattoo. Word. Word. <laughs> all right. So I think we are ready to start our game. Um, for those people out there listening, we have basically turned this into a board game, the podcast. We've got different topics. But there's from... no board. We need the a board and, and like point system. That way a I point can system. Okay. We'll, say, can well, you, can we'll, you think we'll develop a point that for next, time. for next time. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so, so right now it's just a card game. Now it's just a card game. Everybody has five cards in front of them. Or we could, we could add chips to the mix and like... And bet them. And bet on the outcome of conversations. That's not a bad idea either. We'll, we'll try not to make it too complex. But for now, people have five cards in front of them. Uh, two from the listeners, one from the typical topic pool, and two from the like random this or that, would you rather kind of questions. So people can draw one of any card when it's their turn to go. So who'd like to go first? Any takers? Kelly. Which or which again? Green is a typical topic. Blue is from no, the community boring. and pink is the random stuff. Random stuff. All right. We're going to go with the second pink card. All right. <laughs> Would you rather win a Nobel Prize or save someone's life? Oh. Oh, this is out of like the uh, the little uh, I know. I made the tea box. I'm, yeah. Yeah. These are yeah. Like, this box. Is the old the mystery box. box questions. The old mystery box. Okay. I finally found a way so to we're make starting, a uniform. we're starting the show with a mystery box question. Yes, we are, which right. is perfect for so you. So would you rather win a Nobel Prize or save someone's life? I don't know. Who am I saving? You pick. What if it's your dog? Would you rather win a Nobel Prize or... I'd rather save my dog. Yeah? What if it yeah. was like, well, I don't want to name names of people that you might not want to <laughs> answer. <laughs> what if it was Aaron? Would you save Aaron's life? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. What if it was someone you worked with? Um... There are certain individuals that I work with that I might not want to save, but... <laughs> what if it was a Nobel Peace Prize and you got that by saving thousands of other people's lives that you don't know? Well, it would make me the better man to save uh, yet another person's life rather than take the award. Well, so let's say that if you choose to save the person, you don't do the act that gets you the Nobel Prize. Oh, uh, so I wouldn't be saving all the goo billions. Potentially, if it was right. a Peace Prize. We haven't necessarily established that, but... All right. Well, in that case, I would have to go for the majority... So you'd go for the. I'd go to save. What about you, Josh, Mr. Pragmatic? If it was just a general Nobel Prize, I'd choose saving somebody's life. Melissa, you've always wanted to win a Nobel Prize, right? Well, not always, but it is pretty cool. When when Kelly started the question, would you rather win a Nobel Prize or he'd gotten that far and I was like, Nobel Prize. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then he said, save someone's life, and I was like, oh. Bummer. Yeah, yeah, bummer. <laughs> I mean, because no, the way it's worded, it makes it sound like you're directly saving someone's life, like face to face kind of a thing. And I think now that I know the the options, what's at stake, I would have to pick saving somebody because I don't know that I could watch them die. So what if it was a, a, a peace prize? You save half of a country from civil war. But that's not how you. That's people who receive the Nobel Peace Prize don't necessarily do that. That's true. Didn't Barack Obama win? Last he time. was recently oh. awarded a Nobel Peace Prize for advocating peace in the world. Um, Desmond Tutu is a Nobel Peace Prize winner who, you know, didn't directly prevent war, but advocated for peace and reconciliation in South Africa. Is there a Peace Prize every year? Yeah. Okay. Just like all the other Nobel Prizes. I'm curious prizes. to look at, at some of those lists and see, like, who would... Nelson Mandela was on the list. Uh, a lot of like activists and folks from the Middle East and Asia. Makes sense. Yeah. Amy? Save someone's life. Yeah, I don't really care about Nobel Prizes, so I would also save someone's life. A Nobel Prize would be cool. I mean... Wait. But then you have to go to like Sweden or whatever to accept it. Don't they give you money for that too? 
You get it from the king of Sweden. So wait, yeah, that's yeah. the part that's wait, cool. Wait, wait, you know, we need to go back to Kelly's thing. Do you get money? Yeah. How, How much? much? Well, I don't know if all of them have the same monetary prize value, but I know that there is a money prize for most of them. Hmm. <laughs> if, if we had a fact checker for the podcast, someone could look that up for us. Right no now. more fact checking. We got to wing it and Luke pretend like banned boldly say that you know the correct answer and nobody will question it. That's actually Unless not true. That's true because Aaron, Aaron and other people have corrected us. Yes. Well, we need so. people to fact check for us. That's how we get the community All right, fact checkers, you need to tell us how much the Nobel Peace Prize is. I know that like when the Nobel Prize in chemistry goes to multiple people, um, they split the prize money. Rough. All right, Josh. I would fist fight them for the... Yeah, that's yeah. how you decide who oh, gets what. Yeah. All right, Josh pulls a blue card. All right, from Nick from Auburn. What country or countries do you think would make a good model for the U.S. political system to become more like? <laughs> Interesting. So we have to know enough about international government to have any kind of... No, he said political system. That's different from the government. All right. Can you educate us on... Wow. <laughs> so you mean like parliament versus Congress? Well, that would be a government system. I mean, it involves politics. Well, does he mean, should we have the diversity of parties as seen in most European countries where there's a much greater span between the far right and the far left and there's a greater diversity of parties who participate in government? Or does he actually mean the governmental system where like a parliamentary system versus a, you know, congressional presidential system like we have? Okay. So Josh. I'm betting most people probably don't recognize the the subtle difference there. And so I would guess that the question is referring to governmental systems. Okay. But, but you asked me and I've I been know. teaching government and politics this semester. So <laughs> I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. So Josh, what do you think of any countries? Do you I hate politics. So no, I don't have a good answer right now. Do you hate politics or do you hate government? <gasps> do you hate politics or do you hate politicians? <laughs> I hate politics. Cause there could be politics outside of government, like in my office. Okay, that's true, yes. <laughs> politics can be kind of lame. So government... So come back to me. I don't know. All right, Melissa? So I actually wouldn't advocate for any other model for the United States. The United States has a, a highly successful democratic model in terms of its government model. And I don't know that I uh, an increased diversity in you know number of parties or increased radicalization for our politics would do us any good either. So I would not advocate for a change. Okay, Amy? I don't know that I would advocate for a change, but if there were to be a change, I, would, I think that it would need to be a change towards a more parliamentary system with shorter election <clears throat> times. That's the really only plus. And that, that would I be a change a to parliament. the political system rather than the government. Um, it's just making the elections like six weeks instead yeah. of a year and a half. Republicans. And everyone has to get reelected during elections in a parliamentary system. Like they kick out everybody to, and start over? Yeah. Ooh. As opposed to just some of them. Well, which everyone's would, up for... Yeah. Which, which Is there term the limits advantage. at all? Not necessarily. I mean, you could write in, You could write term limits into your constitution, but... But I mean, no, I meant more like England. Do they have term limits as mm -hmm. far as you know? I don't think so. <clears throat> Interesting. I, I've always liked the idea of parliament, uh, British parliament. But I, you vote for a part... Well, in a parliamentary system, you're voting for a party and not for a person. So term limits are kind of irrelevant. Okay. I, I still like, I've heard like crazy stories of them just like yelling at each other in England and being yeah, like that's super why you want to see, you, you want to see the so politicians like get into fistfights. I want to see fistfights. I want to see like an Asian like shoe throwing why? extravaganza. Uh, cause it'd be fun to watch on C-SPAN. But what good would that do us <laughs> as a I'm country? not convinced that it would actually change or improve anything. It would just be more fun to watch. <laughs> would it really? 
I would enjoy well more than what we have now. Do you so, ever watch what we so do? What I we have now? went to because they yell at each other plenty. I went to Washington D.C. once uh, and sat in on Congress. How many years ago? Mm, two thousand, the year two thousand. Okay. And uh, it was really disgraceful because there was important ballots and, and different kinds of issues being addressed. And half the people on the floor, the, the senators or, or representatives, were like reading the newspaper or screwing around or doodling or just totally ignoring the person who was speaking at the and time. you don't think they do that in parliament? They might. They've all I'm got saying, iPhones. I'm saying that I would rather watch them yell at each other and like fist fight than have them sit around bored so, watching. But the fist fights don't happen all the time. Some is better than none. <clears throat> they used to have duels on the floor of Congress. I'm cool with that. We should bring that back. Really? When when people died? If someone agrees to the duel, it's all fair. <laughs> if I challenge yeah. someone to a duel and they say, I accept your challenge, and one of them dies, there's no harm there. Well, that person shouldn't have accepted the duel. Well, there's, there's a dead person. <laughs> both went into it willingly. They both went into it willingly. It's not a murder. It's a duel. It's different rules. <laughs> doesn't mean it's okay. I'm not saying it's not Okay. <laughs> Yes, it's kind of okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Kelly, what would you choose? What country, would, Djibouti? Uh, I would choose to have me dictatorship. Be, yes, yeah, yes, dictatorship. Yeah. I like this with me on top. Kellyopolis. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Kellyopolis. I'm just gonna like cut that segment out. All right, Josh, back to you. <laughs> I don't think there's another country that has a better political system than what we have. Not, I'm not saying that ours works perfectly either, but I wouldn't change it to another it's country's model. Stable. It is stable, but sometimes the stability feels like it's lethargic. It's designed it's, well, to be slow. Lethargic, yeah. It's not lethargic. It's just designed to take a long time to make any meaningful change. Okay. To prevent radicalism from creating tyranny. Tyranny, yes. Important James American. Madison, yes. James Madison, he's all about preventing tyranny. Would all right, James. Speaking of tyranny, you need to draw a card. I get to be the tyrant for right now? How does that have anything to do okay. with tyranny? Uh, so. What? <laughs> you picked the card. He, he got a look. You gave me a weird card. This is supposed to be a typical topic. What? I don't even know what this is. All right. Tesla recently displayed the Tesla S at CES, and it has a touchscreen in the dash. How do you feel about cars being able to run mobile apps? I think it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the idea of someone updating their Twitter while they drive? No. <laughs> no, I think it's dangerous. What about if you had like uh, like turn-by-turn navigation or weather apps or something open? Well, can't like, you just have a turn-by-turn -turn navigation system? Yes, but what if you wanted to have it a little bit more robust? Luke just also, topped out at 146 on my five. <laughs> there are lots of cars with touchscreens in the dash. Why was this significant at all? No, the whole dash is a touchscreen. Every instrument, everything you do, the radio, the thermostat, everything is a touchscreen. Okay, but that's not what it says. It says it has a touchscreen in the dash, well, not as a, the dash. As the dash, sorry. It is <clears> the dash, and you can theoretically you need to be more run, specific, Luke. You can theoretically run other apps on it, so... Uh, so I, I can play Angry Birds from my car? Yes. What operating system does it use? I don't know. I don't think it's Android. I think it might be something proprietary. Okay. As long as it's not Apple, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Melissa, you have no place for apps in your dash. I, I can't think of a situation in which that would be useful or beneficial. What if there was like some kind of like traffic congestion app? But what, if, what if there was like a limited selection that was like verified by useful, the... Yeah, if they were directly useful to the driver. But how is that any different yes. from the touchscreen navigation programs? Like regular software as opposed to I don't your know. mobile apps or whatever. So I, I don't have a, a system like that or a phone that does it. I don't know if they have updates <clears throat> for live traffic conditions. Um, I know you can have like turn-by-turn -turn and mapping software, but I don't Some know Some GPS systems do have. They know like if there's a, a construction or, or traffic ahead? Yep. Okay. So Amy, you're not on board with apps in your car? No, I think they're useless and dangerous. 
I'll give you the dangerous. I don't know about useless. <laughs> I think that would be cool if only the passengers could use it. Like only in the backseat or the, it's somehow only for the like side. Somehow it would know there's like a camera or something. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a weight sensor to tell if there's a passenger in the passenger seat. And okay. Then, yeah. The thing about touchpads is they're very complex and they have, I mean, you've got usually menu systems. So if you're scrolling through menus while you're driving, it's... That's pretty sketch. Now, one thing they could do, like my Subaru has a GPS navigation system, but it disables a lot of the menus as I'm driving. Really? Yes. For so I have to be, so that you can't sit there and type in the address of a place to go oh, while, while you're, you're driving. Moving. Got it. So you have to be stopped. So they've and so these things. That's if, good. if the system had such lockouts, then that would be safer as well. Because there are already cars. You can cars set up your mobile apps before you go and then use it as you're driving. Okay. And there are already cars with menu systems and stuff in their onboard touchscreen, whatever. I mean, the BMW i-Series was criticized for having too many menus. The iDrive system, yeah. Yeah. Because um, there was too many menus to adjust even some basic functions in the car that, you know, analog controls would allow you to adjust without looking. I mean, I, I know where the button is to adjust where the vent or the heat or whatever is coming out in my car. So I don't really have to look at that. I just push a button. Whereas if I had to go through like 16 menus to find that, yeah, that's dangerous. And why would I want more of that? Yeah. I get the feeling this is, uh, Oh, the Jurassic park line, right? Isn't that the line? They never thought whether or not they should, Uh, whether or not they could. It feels kind of like that, that they just said like, Hey, let's make technology in this car. And, I'm like desperately like waiting for the first day that we get someone who gets in an accident and like tweets from their dashboard, like, LOL, got in an accident, LOL. I think that'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> They're totally getting me out with the jaws of life right now. This is great. This is amazing. Hashtag dying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amy, I think you're next. Why are we the only two laughing? I don't know. I don't, we don't think that nobody else thinks that's funny. She chose a pink card. You could be a contestant on any game show in history. Which one would you pick? Ooh. So we Where just... in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Oh. oh. So would you want to be a, a, as an adult now or as a child when you were a child? I don't know. It'd be That's kind of awkward. Part of the question. If you were on it right now, that'd be a little awkward, I think. So let's just pretend you'd be a child. That'd be a good show to be on. You could listen to Rockapella. Was that the mm-hmm. group? Yeah. Can anybody sing that? Do you have anybody that and knows it well enough? Thigpin as the chief. Sweetie, do you know the name or the, the words what? to the song? Could you sing it for us? Um, Not the whole thing. I All forget right. how it starts. I don't remember how it starts either. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? All right. That was good. <laughs> that was really nerdy. <laughs> so Amy, I went to see choice. a live. Did you? That's and our cool. friend was yeah, on it. Version the live of version the... of it. <clears throat> Did they win? No, she didn't. She didn't win. That is unfortunate. No, what a disappointment. Man, game show. So I've always liked um, Bob Barker as a person, but I don't. I'm not a big fan of that show. Stresses me out. What's the name of that show? I totally forgot. Pay, uh, uh, the cost trust. The price. The price is, is right. right. Yes. The, co- the cost of the item is correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is the correct name. Um, I, I like Let's Make a Deal with Monty Hall. I always thought that that was a really clever show. I was Stick with the first door you pick. That's true. But it was always funny because he'd go out in the audience in between like segments <clears throat> and just walk up to a lady and be like, I'll give you $100 for each paperclip you can hand me right now. And they'd like dig through their purse frantically. And it was always kind of like a funny gag because eventually people got wind of it and they'd like show up with like purses and bags full of random crap on the off chance that Monty would talk to them. It was a great show. So I, I'd go on uh, Let's Make a Deal. Ooh. Um... Like game show only, or this like reality like contests? It says so game count? show. Game shows. Okay. So so probably not like the real world, but if you wanted to be on like uh, Wipeout or one of those crazy Japanese what shows, about, like Survivor. That's not a game show. It's true. 
All right. It's not. Oh, I would want to be on <gasps> Ultimate uh, Warrior or something. The yeah, no, the <laughs> It's uh, not a the, one episode game show, but I would the, the, it a game the, show. the reality. The ult- ultimate ninja challenge. What is that called? Ninja uh, Warrior. Ninja Warrior. That's what you'd be on? <laughs> oh heck yeah. All right. I would go out in the first I mean 30 instantly. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I would I wouldn't make it past the first trial, but I would have so much fun. All right. Josh? Oh, uh, I was gonna say top shot, but what is that? It's a shooting thing but it's, a it's like some kind of like outdoor network oh, yeah. like hick shooting challenge no it take they're not hicks but <coughs> they do take hunters and professional competition shooters and military shooters and they as a game show it's more like survivor where it's a season long whittling down of the contestants to one winner at the end if i don't get to choose survivor i don't think he gets to choose i don't that. think he does either you have to yeah. find something else then i would have to choose prices right that was a fun show yeah I have a guess for Melissa, but I'm, I'm curious. Actually, my guess is officially Jeopardy. So you're you're close because so Amy's Carmen San Diego really just blew anything I could think of out of the water. But honestly, um, college Jeopardy. Yeah. Because you get the money for school. Wait, you can't use the money yourself. Well, I think it's a big enough cash prize. But the idea is that like it would be enough to pay off your college okay. tuition That's kind of a thing. Rad. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's it's not the you win whatever you win in the competition. It's like you win. You win your tuition. $50,000 or something. It would be good. You know, it's a pretty big deal. That's cool. What if you were on like that show and you were from a community college and it's just like, I don't need (laughs) $50,000. I guess then you just start going to grad school. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) just use it because you got it. If I wasn't doing Carmen Sandiego, um, when Melissa and I were little and staying with our grandparents, we wanted to be on Guts. No, 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 no. No, no, the mountain one. The uh, The Montezuma's Revenge. No, 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 no. Gut, uh, guts, guts, guts. You're right. It was guts with the big mountain. With the, the big mountain, yes. Okay, but there was that other one with the temple and the idol, yeah, and I forget what that of, one was called. But uh, on oh, oh, American Gladiator, yeah. that'd be great. That I would, be awesome. I would go on that one. What about like you get your butt kicked? I probably would. So hard <laughs> when we were kids, like Double Dare. Would you ever want to be on that? No, that always seemed kind of dumb. All right, I don't remember. That. Would they allow me to in, on American Gladiator to compete against the women? Maybe yeah, they'd kick your butt though. Yeah, no, they'd kick my butt, but it'd be more fun that way. There is possibility of more sort fun of. that way. Is that the most amazing <laughs> American Gladiator sex? Yeah. When they the entire the, nation saw it. Yeah. And they did the relaunch with uh, Hulk Hogan's daughter right. as the the announcer. But I said the most amazing segment where it was the, the climb the wall and you get like a 10 second head start and the gladiators then come after you and try to pull you off the wall. It's usually kind of a massacre because the gladiators are so strong that they just get after you. But the guy they had on that week... <laughs> was a professional rock climber. Oh, nice. And he did like this crazy like frog leap up the wall where it was like two hands, two feet, two hands. <laughs> like he's pushing off with his legs and like jumping for the next handhold. He oh, was so far up the wall that the gladiator didn't even come close. Awesome. It was fantastic. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess it's my turn. Uh, was there a great shot of the gladiator just like what is happening? Just staring at the button, yeah. just not like, quite. I mean, no, oh, there was nothing like that. Like that. I mean, his gladiator was working to get after I'll it because he he wanted it at that point. But it was just, I always like to root for the contestants because the gladiators. I mean, I know it's some of it's how like they dress them and everything, but they just yeah. look so big. Yeah. And so when you get a normal sized guy who's that talented, it's like, yeah, go challenger. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with the blue card. Which would be a question from the yeah, listeners. Wait, oh, oh, no, we have it at a blue card. All right. Yep. All right. Aaron from New York. Is marijuana remaining illegal a benefit to our society or is it causing more harm than good? Hmm. I can see the logic here that if it was made legal and possibly grown from the federal government, you could tax it or, you know, make some money. You could maybe save money from abandoning the drug war. Well, I guess at least for marijuana. 
and you wouldn't have to possibly incarcerate so many people. I, I just have a hard time with people smoking marijuana. I'll be honest. I, I've known enough friends that have done it and they act like idiots when they're on it and they waste their money to get it and it becomes this obsession. You Sounds might be able, like alcohol. Yeah, it's substance abuse. And so it's hard to argue that like making it legal and having the financial benefits is worth having possibly more people addicted to a substance. So... I would say I'd rather let it remain illegal. Kelly, thoughts? <sighs> this topic is beat to death everywhere, but <laughs> honestly, I would legalize it just because I don't, I don't feel like it's worth the effort to incarcerate people. And I don't feel like these people that have, you know, an ounce in their cars should be, you know, serving jail time when there's so many worse people out there doing terrible things. Sure. Know, that, People shouldn't be we terrible. Should be, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, I mean, I don't feel like it's something you should go to jail for, to be honest. And, and you know, they do say, oh, well, we're going to lose jobs, you know, fighting it, you know, the war on drugs. But you're going to make a lot of jobs uh, selling it. So That's true. Yeah. So Josh? <clears throat> I don't really care. <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of studies that look at the positive benefits of marijuana. There's been... Lots of claims to the negative effects of yeah. marijuana, and I don't know what to believe. I've never smoked it, so I don't have an opinion on what it actually does. But I know people act stupid. Yet people act stupid on. Is it stupid? Has anyone here actually smoked it? Never once. No, I've been no. around many people that have. I've been hot boxed a couple times, but I've never <laughs> actually smoked it. Yeah. So we need a we need a, a pot expert. We need yeah. We don't actually have a panel here that's uh, we, but as, properly experienced as voters. Allegedly, we are. Then you know we can have some say on well, this. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I How think are we allegedly voters. I'm not much of a voter, so I can't say for all of us. <laughs> I don't see any effects from marijuana use different than what's currently legal in terms of people's behavior. So I don't necessarily see unless there's proven negative effects that outweigh the positive effects for keeping it illegal. But if that came to my ballot, I would just leave it blank and let everybody else choose. Okay, Melissa. I, I disapprove of the use of marijuana for a great variety of reasons. However, as with many things I disapprove of, at some point, it's not one I'm I'm going to get all hot and bothered about <clears throat> fighting against. So you just leave it blank or? Whatever. <laughs> Amy? I was in California when a lot of the semi-legalization stuff was going on down there in terms of medical marijuana. And I heard a number of of news reports about the change of how it's viewed. But at the same time, like it was one of those, like instead of the pot dealers standing on the street corner selling to their regular clients, they now have a shop. So it's like, there's, you know, if you legalize it in, you know, if you try to just legalize it in the medical sense, it's not going to work. If you try and keep it illegal completely, it's not going to work. I don't know what a better solution is going to be, but well, where it's at right now isn't... And we have the problem of federalism in the United States, where any state that legalizes it for recreational use has a problem because it's still a, uh, it's still a federal crime to use and sell marijuana. Right now, Scott um, is yelling at his iPod. Well, I, okay, then... <laughs> Scott's also not going to tell me that I'm wrong. I mean, it's oh, no, still no, no. a. Yeah. I mean, there's still a federal law. So the only way to fully resolve the issue in favor of uh, legalization would be at the federal level. Sure. Because anything short of that creates 
additional problems with interstate commerce and all of that stuff. And so, you know, it either should be illegal in each individual state to decomplicate things or it needs to be legalized at the federal level. Because we run into so many logistics problems that create massive additional expense otherwise. All right. We ready for round two? What? Ding, oh, ding, yeah. Ding. All right. Um, I'm going to go with our typical topic. Round yeah. two. <laughs> I like this one. All right. People and news outlets often refer to Washington, D.C. as simply Washington. Does that lack of clarity bother you? Yes, it freaking bothers Drives me. Drives me crazy. It makes me insane. Imagine because- living in another state. Now, hang on a minute. Most news outlets refer to things by city. When they talk about New York, they don't mean New York State. They mean New York City, but they just say New York. When they're talking about a place in... Now, sometimes California gets all lumped together, but often it's Los Angeles or Baltimore or Denver or Miami. But I have a number of cousins on the East Coast who get confused when someone says Washington. They don't think, oh, there's a uh, state. Kelly way out in Washington... You know, on the West Coast, they think, oh, Washington. Washington, Oh, I'm incredibly bothered by the fact that no one knows where I live. Yeah, exactly. It's not the news's fault because the news has its own convention. Wait, wait, it can be the news's fault because why why don't they just put in the extra effort and write D.C.? I I don't know why they just say D.C. That makes more sense to me. I I want them to be more complete. And if you're writing a story and the first word is the city name, it should say Washington, D.C. Because Washington isn't the name of the city. It's Washington, D.C., correct? Well, yeah, technically. I mean, so... I don't know why they're not putting in the extra effort to type four keystrokes. That's what drives me crazy. Five keystrokes, they have to have an extra space. Okay, thank you, Amy. <laughs> There's not an extra space. That's something, that's hard. That's no. something I would have expected from Josh. Josh, what are your thoughts on this? Yes, it bothers me. I've traveled to other countries, and when I talk to people, say, where are you from? <laughs> And I say Washington, they're like, oh, like where the president is. Uh, oh, not that. No, Washington. there's a whole no. state. <laughs> you know what bothers me more, though, is people thinking that Seattle is the capital of Washington state. That's true. How many that, state capitals do you know? About three. I could probably give you <laughs> six. I'm just saying. How many do you know? You probably you know a lot. A few more than that, yes. but not all of them. But still, I used to know all of them. I should say Washington, D.C. Do you know this. the capital of Montana? Billings? No. Helena. Helena. See? Josh knows things. Do you but know the that, capital of New York? Hello? No. <laughs> Albany. Albany. I knew that one. <gasps> Do it again. Florida. Oh, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Okay, so you're getting better. <laughs> I got um, one, yes. Uh, Vermont. Montpelier? Yes. As Josh is fact. all over these. Alaska. Do you know? Very well done. I'm glad we're not actually betting points. If we had dollars or chips or whatever Kelly's idea was, this would be, I'd be losing I would be South Dakota. <laughs> Broke. Should be broken in half. And sold. Is that one Bismarck? Just no, lost Montana, Dakota, Dakota and listeners, uh, and Minnesota. <clears throat> Wait, which country are we? At? Or which, <laughs> which state are we on now? South Dakota. <laughs> South Dakota is uh, Djibouti. Yep. Uh, Pier. I can't even Pier. think of a city in South Dakota. Yeah, Pier. Pier, South Dakota. Can you think of a second city? They in have South Dakota? a lake in Pier with a natural gas content high enough that is it can be California lit on fire. Second what, wait, 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 wait! Stop. We need to go there can we, <laughs> so we can go light this lake on well, fire. I don't think no, people are allowed illegal. to, but I mean, it's possible. I don't care. I'll drive and to South Dakota. They probably do it at some point. Heck yeah. Want to come with us? Podcast trip? You should just get a bottle of water and then light the top like a candle. Can you be on the lake while it's on fire? I don't know. Why not? Just don't be in a wood boat. No, like, yeah, like a metal boat. Well, ooh, well that, that sounds really good. <laughs> in the frying pan or the fire? Which one? You can possibly gonna have put to, out the wood. We're going to have to experiment with some materials. Ceramic Something, boat. I got it. Ceramic yep. boat. Yep. 
We need to insulate it. Josh, can you make us a ceramic boat? I know your, your degree is in concrete, but ceramic's got to be close, right? Concrete doesn't burn very. How is there a mosquito in this house? <laughs> there is not Good a job, mosquito. Kelly. Oh, house. you let it go. No, he's dead. Crush it more. His name is Elmer. It would have been more exciting if you used chopsticks. <laughs> That'd been amazing. All right, Josh, you're up. Uh, let's do this one. Pink card. <laughs> Laptops or desktops? This, is the, this or that? Oh, this or that. Laptops or desktops? <sighs> desktops. Most. I would have said the same, but I've become a convert. I do like the laptop. For my for my needs, a laptop is adequately sufficient for what I need to do. I like my laptop. I'm a desktop person. I wish I could like have a computer implanted in my eyeballs. <laughs> Deus so, Ex style? Yeah, so I could just like type on air. Wait, why wouldn't you just have it like implanted to your brain as no, well? No, no, no. Yeah, so so I wouldn't even have to type. I could just Wait, think. Why do you even need letters... a screen? Yeah, just implant this in your brain. Yeah. There. So Kelly How is going for neural so implant. My so answer... you need like a USB port? I'm at the back of his skull. Like, would be yeah. cool. Wi-Fi. Actually. Wi-Fi antenna in Wi-Fi. his head. <laughs> Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. <laughs> I'd be getting secret government transmissions. Yes, it'd be amazing. I'd be a, I'd be a national uh, threat. All right, if you had to choose, laptops or desktops? Uh, I don't really care either way. I kind of like my laptop just because, you know, it's mobile. Just because your Alienware's been dead for so many years, you've yeah. forgotten what it's like to have a desktop? I can see it from here. It's I can huge it. and ugly. <laughs> it's awesome. It's, it's green like an and it has eyeballs. The funny thing is, I don't see myself ever being a laptop person, like ever. I, don't, I have no desire to own one, and I can't see that changing. I didn't either until I bought one. So I don't like not using a mouse. You can get a mouse. You can. Yeah, my get laptop a mouse, has a mouse. It's a tiny. My dad mouse, uses a mouse. Sure, sure, sure. But you need a surface to be able to use it, and on your lap is awkward if you don't have a board. That is awkward. That's true. But I mean, my my dad uses a, a lap desk, sure. and sure, sure. And I, I just like the the upgradeability of having a tower. I like being able to swap out parts There's and, and the, the extra your muscle you can. That's get. That's why this is kind of a hard question because I like being know. able to watch videos in bed. And that's the thing. Again, you are more of a consumer. You do type things, but for the most part, you're not video editing, audio editing, image editing. You, you know, you type things, but you are. I, I would be a well. So honestly. It's not that I'm not a producer. It's that the level of production that I do is different from the level of production you do. Okay. I, I don't need a full Photoshop suite because I don't I do not do photo editing, but I do produce. You'd be shocked at the kind of... I've seen the, the quantity and quality and scale of documents that I produce on a regular basis and, and for I've my job it. on a laptop. I've seen your blog and a lot of things you make, and I'm always impressed. But even the heart... I mean, even stuff that I'm, I'm making for, like... I almost never give students a hard copy of anything that I haven't at least um, modified myself. So there's a lot of production work that happens on my laptop, and it's fine. All right. Who's next? It's me. And this is the left arm of my little man. It happens to be a blue question. Yeah, she made a little man. Mm -hmm. And so another question from Aaron from New York. I think maybe next time you need to do a better job of diversifying our options. But Aaron, question two from you. Called out. What is your definition <laughs> of middle class and is it possible to become rich by your definition? What's your definition of middle class? <laughs> well, I'm stuck on the second part of the question because yes, it's possible to become rich. And that's the problem with Americans is that too many of us think that we're middle class. Are we, because we're upper middle class? Well, you and I probably aren't, but a lot of people None who of the people at this table are, right? Upper middle class? Yeah. I have no idea. Um, uh, but I live like I am, but I'm not. <laughs> and that's the problem with America. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just thinking about, I'm thinking about political rhetoric in terms of, of classes and whatnot. And, and the number of people making 
you know, upper six figures a year claiming to be part of that middle class. And it's like, okay. Okay, you haven't answered the first part of the question. Well, What's your definition? I, but, th- but that's my problem is that I don't think even if I had like a tech- technical economics definition, it would be completely irrelevant because nobody <laughs> would nobody else abides by that definition. My personal definition is equally irrelevant. Sure. I mean, so the challenge is that like if you want to be kind of lazy, you could say that the middle class is the people that fall below the high and the low class. That's what I was going to say. But, but the, challenge is, the challenge is that like the, the upper class, the very like super elite, like shouldn't almost be counted. They're almost outliers. So you got to cut off the like well, wait, billionaires. Who are the super elite? Are we talking about like the 1%? Are we talking about the top 5%? No, no we're talking we- about the like 0.1%, you know, like the billionaires. Cut off the billionaires, leave the millionaires and make them the upper class. So you have to have a million dollars to be considered rich. Sure. There's lots of million dollar people. I don't know about you, have to, that. you have to have a million dollars to be rich? No, no, not rich. I'm just saying like that would be the top. You don't get to be rich until you have a million dollars? No, no, no. So we'd take the million dollar people <laughs> as the high end of the range. They'd be a hundred on this fictitious thing. And like homeless people with no dollars are the zero percent. So middle class would be somewhere in the middle. But what range then? 40 to 60. I don't know. Are we talking about ages now? What are we talking about? <laughs> Percentage. I've completely lost Percentile. and I don't know how to answer the question in any way. So... <laughs> Did I say middle age or middle class? Yeah. Oops. Uh-huh. I yes. have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a hard one to, to answer. Kelly, thoughts? Middle uh, class? Are you middle class? Yeah. Well. Can you become um, rich from your position? I, the problem is we my position, position absolutely not. No. Um, I would have to increase, I, you know, sell my books. and. Well, that's a, that's a, a possibility of becoming rich. Yeah. yeah. You, you might have more of a potential than the rest of us. Maybe. I'm not buying any lotto tickets, though, so if you guys are on that. <laughs> I'm just thinking, Melissa is a school potential. teacher, and I work in a warehouse. So, like, there's a limit to our range unless we were to change jobs completely. Sure. Whereas sure. A, an author has the unlikelihood of Speaking of being which, rich. I'm working on actually being published here. Ooh, like, like a Kindle book? or uh, within, Well, it's a... It's a uh, Manuscript, you're just going to post it to a board. It's a short story that I'm working on, um, that I, I have to have finished by the 15th here, so I'm <laughs> cranking away on Good it. Good luck. It's not that long. You never make deadlines. Shush your mouth. It's a short story. <laughs> I have to make this deadline. If I don't, then I'm not in, and I, I want to be in. Okay. But it's a compilation of kind of horror-y type stories based around fungus, which is, <laughs> I know, it's a little weird. Like, but it's, like cordyceps? No, I read, or, I read a yeah, whole book cordyceps. about, like, steampunk fungus. So, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's so, a legitimate genre. It is, yeah. Um, fungus as yeah. a genre? Just yes. Fungus as a genre. Fungus yeah, and literally, as a genre. And, you know, they, they opened up, the, the editors, they opened Open this up to uh, pretty much anybody who wants to submit a story. Um, you know, you're not going to make a lot of money if they're paying you like a penny per word. Sure. You have an upper limit of 5,000 words. Um, but, you know, just getting published is amazing. So I'm, yeah, I'm working on a really kind of disturbing little story <laughs> that I've cooked up. Um, in fact, it wasn't that disturbing. And then I was like, well, how can I make this more disturbing? And like, oh, okay. Well, if I do that, then, oh, that's really disturbing. And then, oh, if I, if I make these adults children, then that's really, really bothersome. Um, so now, yeah, it's pretty much I'm picturing Kelly as like the Peter Jackson of his own story where it's like, no, make it bigger. And they make it bigger. And he's like, no, 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 make it bigger. And every time they're just not doing it big enough for Peter. And it's yeah. like... But yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with the story now. It's actually like kind of horrifying and, and, and I think it'll get decent consideration and we'll see if I get published. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Josh, so there's what, some personal stuff in there. We just talked. What was the question? Weigh in on the middle class. Uh, or on Kelly being published. Yeah, yeah that works too. Let's talk about me. Kelly has derailed this whole thing. Mm, Aaron will That's understand. not really my preferred genre of book, so. Fungus? Yeah. 
Yeah, fungus or horror. Wait, wait, do you read books? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, Josh reads kind of copiously. Books? Really? Yeah, I read a lot. Yes. What's the name of the last book you read? The name of the last book, Dead or Alive. Okay. And do you own a Kindle? No. Why not? Because I like paper books. All right, fair enough. Me too, I'll but let... he's kind of... He almost converted me. Give it time. Okay. It's only been a month. I'll get I you. am running out of room on my bookshelf, <laughs> so I could get there. Yeah. If the newest Kindle comes out with a 3G version, then I will. The Kindle Fire. Why would you need to have 3G on your Kindle? Because in case Wi-Fi I'm at not... the beach and I don't have Wi-Fi, then... So I you're living in this weird it. world where there is one book on your Kindle, and when that one book runs out at the beach, then you're screwed? <laughs> what if I'm on vacation? You buy multiple books. If you're planning for a vacation, you buy. What if I'm on a two-month vacation, then you have enough money to just buy new Kindles. Actually, a two-month a two-month vacation is actually exactly the time you want a Kindle because you could take a hundred books with you. (laughs) Plus, there are places like McDonald's and Starbucks that have Wi-Fi. Yeah. If you're vacationing, what if it's Snowmageddon? You think there's not a McDonald's elsewhere? I I heard during this latest Snowmageddon, people's Wi-Fi went out because they had no electricity, but the cell towers were still working. So the people read the books remaining on their Kindles, and they were upset because they couldn't renew or buy any more books. But then they're sitting in the dark with their Kindles because there's not a screen that lights up. For for what it's worth. (laughs) It's true. for, For what it's worth, the cell towers out here were not working. We lost power. A lot of them I know know what you mean. All right. Who's up next? Amy. Amy. Ask us something. Save us from ourselves. I don't think that's really going to happen. Be the question I want. No, it's from Nick from Auburn. What is this? More people need to ask us questions. Because so far, it's been Nick and Aaron and Aaron and Nick. And while you guys are awesome, more people need to send us questions. Because you guys ask really hard questions. And I need a break. Word. So Seriously, I need some Nick goofy ask questions. What is the best sport... That's not played with an internal combustion engine and why? Shirling. Shirling? Shirling. Tell me what Shirling is. Shirling is a sport where you have two teams and they are chained together in a big circle around a pedestal. And on the pedestal is a spitting cobra. And you try not (laughs) to get hit in the eyes by the spitting cobra. The team that is fully blinded first loses. (laughs) Is this in your book or is this real? This is a real thing on Kids in the Hall, yes. So it's not a real sport? No, it's an absolutely real sport, yes. Like I could find someone in the world who's playing this game for real. You know, this is what you should know. Plus, I think people who are playing fictional sports all the time. Olympia High School has a Quidditch team. Calvin Ball. What? Who's that? Calvin Ball. I don't know that. From Calvin and Hobbs. You don't know Calvin Ball? No, I wasn't a big Calvin fan. What? Aaron tried converting me, but I didn't. I didn't take. All right, we're not friends anymore. So, so you got your stupid Cobra game, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. Just what's your favorite sport? Um. Something with guns. Okay, so um, so like the uh, biathlon. Biathlon, yeah. There you go. Skiing and shooting. All right, I'll allow that. I have three answers. Oh, jeez. To to participate in long distance running because I can do it. I'm not very capable of much else, but I can do long distance running. To watch as a spectator, um, international rules ice hockey, and to discuss in the abstract. Um, Buskashi, that Afghan sport oh, with the, what the, is the, the it, with the goat carcass. Yeah, so it's what? dudes on horseback <laughs> trying to score. It's basically like polo, but with a goat carcass. With a goat carcass, you have to get the goat carcass across the goal line. Or goat. That's and awesome. Does oh, the goat yeah. start alive? No, no, it's a dead. No, it's, a, it's, it's, it's fully it's, okay. Yeah. It's been yeah. dead. All right. Um, but they're like throwing it to each other and, you know, sometimes it breaks and <laughs> there's a sport in Indonesia, that's this is terrible. Like volleyball, but you play with a hard wooden ball and you can only use your feet. Ah, Josh, 
This is why I don't invite you to the podcast usually. That was my answer. <laughs> what is it called? I have a video of it right what here. What is it called? It's called Sepak Takra. Sepak. And it is the most life-changing sport you will ever watch. It's like it's like hacky sack with a net. And they're oh my god, they're doing scissor kicks and yeah, shit. This it's is awesome. great. So the Brazilians actually play regular volleyball like this. What? This is with crazy. like a full height net and everything. I discovered oh this earlier God. this week and it changed my mind. Like, I want this in the Olympics. We should. This is amazing. These guys are super athletes. Super, yes. Like, back yeah. foot kicking like a wooden ball. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, if Indonesia ever has enough money to make an Olympic bid. Yeah. Oh my Lord. That is really cool. It okay. It's really cool. Okay. So, that is really cool. Sepak Takra or whatever. Sepak Takra. I'm probably pronouncing that it's totally just, wrong. It's, Oh, it's, Josh, it's killed it. <laughs> stole your thunder. Stole my thunder. <laughs> you made that card. That. You made that card just for that, uh, didn't you? That was from somebody, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. Nick. Yeah, Nick asked it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right, Amy, you didn't give yours yet. Good question, Nick. Watching hockey is fun. However, the Olympics in general are a lot of fun. Uh, I can't yeah. allow this. I especially like to watch water polo. Okay. International water polo, it gets really mean, especially the men's. Is there? I was going to ask, is there ladies water polo? There is. Yeah. But they're kind of intense. Serbia and Montenegro in the pool together. <laughs> oh, man. The whistle is constantly going and it's hilarious. I, th- I think they have to stop if there's actually blood in the water, though, They right? do. I was yeah. going to say, how is there not constantly in water polo? Just like fingernails or... or... Uh, you got to cut them short. Yeah. I'm sure that's in the rules. Hmm. You're not like allowed to like scratch people, yeah. but mostly... What's but the rule on, on like, holding elbows. people down underwater? You can't. Accidentally or intentionally? Like you'll you get can't. blown no matter what? Yeah. Okay. Um, when they... But you do have to wear multiple pairs of Speedos. Is that true? To keep things from popping well, underwater? Well, people will yank them off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it, it's a legitimate strategy, apparently. Uh, wow. Do they ever show into the water? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The, uh, Wait, I have my... Man. <laughs> 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 I was like, interesting. I want to know. <laughs> Step away from that. One of the biggest problems they have in water polo is when someone kicks somebody else in the stomach, that's actually when you're most likely to get the blood in the water. Ah. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Because you're you're pooping it out. Melissa, did you give yours already? Yes, I did. I had three. That's right. You had three. I was too busy being mad at Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is, am I up next? Uh, yeah, you're next. Josh, you <clears throat> suck. All right. Pink card. Uh, what musical instrument best describes your character? So this is kind of like a what, Peter and the Wolf, whatever that Disney movie was with the oboes. and The, the oboe. Is that your answer? Yes. Why? Because why? she's duck-like. What? Take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Punch you. Tell me about the oboe. Why do you think it most describes your character? Well, I used to play the oboe. That's not the question. It's not what. But I, why would I have picked it if there wasn't some like inherent connection between? So you'd say that all like trumpet players because it's highly unusual. Do you know how many times I got asked, "What's that funny clarinet?" <laughs> I'm kind of a, a weirdo, so an instrument that nobody gets that totally describes all right, me. All that. Kelly, what about you? I'm curious about your answer. I know we usually go around. And the I am vaguely duck-like. <laughs> There's so many cool instruments I'm thinking about right now. Because you think you're cool? Like, wait, wait. Well, no, just <laughs> not, no. Well, yeah, but, um, like, I don't know. I was thinking like a like a lute, maybe. A lute. A lute. It's kind of a medieval guitar. It's kind of mellow, though. It is a little mellow. You are not me, mellow. So let's, maybe not, maybe not a lute. Electric lute. An electric lute. <laughs> How would you even do that? I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess I the obvious answer could that... be just like an electric guitar, but. Yeah. Do you fit the pickups and everything inside of it? In in a lute? Yeah. Yeah, no, you can okay. totally fit a, a you know, all that equipment onto a lute. 
Um, I don't think Sting even played his lute electrified. I think he Sting went had acoustic. A lute. Yep. He did. He did yeah. a whole album. Yeah, it was really good. Hmm. All right, well, Kelly's thinking, does somebody else want to go? I know it's a hard question. I think it's almost one of those ones where your friends should choose for you because it's hard to choose for yeah, yourself. Yeah, almost. I don't know. I, I knew the answer. Amy, what do you have? French horn? No. Uh, my first answer would be the piano. Otherwise, the drums. Ooh, the drums. Yes. I really like. Um, you are kind of spastic. I, the drums because no, she's not. They she's can very few sound, spasms. They can either sound really cool or they can sound really crazy and chaotic. <clears throat> but she can't talk without speaking with her hands, so drums make sense. That, yeah, that's true. But I like the piano. And you guys should really see her going when she gets when she when gets she's on really rant, animated. She's, her hands are all over the yep. place. It's crazy. Drums make sense. I, I like the piano as my first answer a little bit better because okay. it has a wider <laughs> range and you can get the crazy and chaotic. That's and true. you can also get the normal ish noises what would i be i have to be kind of loud obnoxious trumpet trombone yeah, yeah trumpet you'd also maybe a bugle a bugle yeah yeah hmm a little quirky yeah i could see that yeah i think one of those what about you josh you have to be the clay jug what <laughs> <laughs> okay i've come up with it the kazoo that's actually a good answer yeah. for you. <laughs> not a didgeridoo Ooh, didgeridoo is pretty kazoo. good, too. Kazoo. No, yeah. Yeah, kazoo has more personality. You're way less serious than yeah. uh, didgeridoo. <laughs> didgeridoo is, is very, is very uh, a little bit more it feels regal. wise yes. and, and uh, yeah, regal. So maybe good. you aspire yeah. to be a didgeridoo? Per- so, perhaps. Someday you'll go but, from kazoo to didgeridoo. But it's unlikely. Yeah, I'll be a kazoo my whole life. All right, we have time, I think, for one more round. Ding, ding, ding. Go. All right. Uh, round three. I haven't done any blue, so Blue. From Allison from Seattle. We have a new one. Yay! Yay. Have you ever had 15 minutes of fame? I have, actually. Tell no. me about it. Did I? <laughs> no, well, I didn't. Some portion of your 15 minutes? What do you consider fame? Yeah, that's... You don't have no, to. If you I don't didn't. have it, you don't have it. No, I didn't. <laughs> Rough. All right. Yeah, no. Not the me. closest thing you ever had was at PAX last year when Robin like retweeted your tweets. Yeah, there you go. That was that 15 was like, minutes. That was like, I'm just like... That was a sliver of a moment. Yes, but that's that, that was a high for you. That was good. Yeah, that made me happy. All right. Josh? Uh, it wasn't technically 15 minutes, but it's figurative. A, an article I co-wrote was published in a national journal. So Oh, good. like a science for your degree kind of thing? Yeah, or? it was a... While I was working on my thesis, we wrote concrete another paper. <laughs> it, actually, the American Concrete Institute, ACS. Nice. Yeah, so... Cool. The paper was published. With your name on it. With my name on it. Fantastic. I was a co-author, but Whatever. it was only because I it was published after I graduated and they just used all my stuff. So <laughs> I wrote most of it before I left. But. Fair enough. Melissa? Um, I would say my closest was uh, in sixth grade with a couple, a few of my classmates. We had done a big project on women's history and we got invited to speak on a local radio show. Nice. Yeah. We'd call in questions and everything. Did anybody ever record this? I don't know. Oh, man. I wanted to be an old cassette tape somewhere there. It's really terribly, it was terribly awkward because the call in questions, it was a, a station from the, uh, like, Evergreen. Okay. One of the shows on Evergreen. So, you know, a very, very, very liberal listener base. And we got some questions that were aligned with the radio station's <laughs> typical politics, but... But not for sixth graders? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, tell me about your fame. Hey, don't cheat. Uh, Josh, Josh, what are you doing? (laughs) Never being allowed back on this podcast. Amy, do you have any fame? Banned. No, not really. I've 
been on the news and in the newspaper with my sister a few times. Mostly it's Melissa in the newspaper. Someone recognized me at the supermarket once. I think so. For the plays and Abbey players and CTE. I think my 15 minutes would have been at PAX last year with the uh, F1 comparison video that now has 1.1 million views. Um, Luke's, at, Luke's video made it on Reddit. And then yeah. to like places like Wimp, and then my friends who saw it on Reddit and Wimp like sent it to me, and they were like, hey, this is kind of cool. I think you might enjoy watching this. And I was like, yeah, I'm the one that made it. Like, <laughs> this is weird like loop of, of fame that came back on me, and I couldn't check my email for like three days because all of the comments were coming into my email as like comments, you know, and so... Yeah, for days and days, I had like hundreds and hundreds of inbox emails. It was terrible. I think I think I haven't had my fifteen minutes yet because I'm destined for greater things. That's true. Yeah. Your dictatorship will get you all sorts. Of my uh, my short my story. Bag. Hey, hey. <laughs> my short wait, wait, story. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, was your pen? Sorry, I don't think mine's it's right here. That's Why do I have a pen? pen? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. My short story will sell a bajillion copies, and then they will be. And then you can demand. fix your computer and get out of my house. Yes. All right, Josh. Pull a card, you cheater. Or should we just this skip is one him? that I didn't Should read. we skip him? If you want. No, you pull it, him. pull it. Cheater. This or that. Books or movies? Ooh. You like both of those a lot. I do. Um, I would have to go, if I had to pick only one, I would have to go with books. But if we're qualifying our answer, I would say a movie can finish in a quicker amount of time, get you... Okay. What if, what if uh, by choosing one or the other, you can never watch the other? Probably do books. Never experienced. Then you can never watch movies with friends. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> the social aspect of movies. That's I've harsh. got board games. All right, Melissa. Books. Amy. <laughs> books. They take longer and therefore longer amount of entertainment. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go with movies just for the social aspect. I can't imagine having all my friends be but like, I, "We're gonna go check this movie out." And I'm like, "I hate Sorry. the social aspect of movies, though. What? People talking during the movie drives me nuts." Just go go to the movie yeah. with my mom. Everybody else is fine. <laughs> Kelly. Uh, yeah, I'd have to go with books too. But I mean, ah, I mean, okay, movie. no, but think about it. You, you, think about c- it. Certain books stories suck. are better told as one or the other. There are certain, like, there's certain films you cannot translate into books, and there are certain books you cannot translate into sure. film. And it, I mean, I hate this question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question, Melissa. The right leg. It's a pink card. Would you rather be four feet tall or seven feet tall? Ooh. Seven feet tall. You've always wanted to be super tall. Yep. I remember when we were first dating, even maybe before we were dating, you told me that you wanted to be like well over six feet. And I was like, what? It's true. Why? I think tall is cool. Tall is awkward. I mean, you can't find clothes or shoes easily. You can reach the top shelf at the grocery store. I mean, we don't know if this means like, you know, you'd be somehow like morphed right now into seven feet tall, but seven feet tall people have health problems. You die Mm -hmm. sooner. Yeah. I'm still voting for seven feet. All right. Amy? I would go with seven feet, mostly because I see every day the issues of short people. I work with a number of people that are significantly shorter than the rest of us, and no one can find one of them half the time because of how short she is. I can't see over the cubicle. If she's a cashier, and if her light's not on, people don't know she's there. Even when her light is on, they think that she's walked away because of how short she is. She has to be like in the front and like constantly like leaning to one side or the other to get people's attention. What's the limit to ride on most roller coasters? 48, 40, well, 42 or 48. Depends on how extreme the roller coaster is. So 48, you'd be able to do it. 42, you'd be, I think you find it everywhere. So I'm going to go with seven feet because I only have to go like nine inches. I would definitely be four feet. Whoa. Yep. I don't want the back. Wait, wait, wait. What? No, no, no. What? Tell me your theory. Well, I mean, think about it. You, you can't be, even like see over the dash of your car. 
So? You sit on phone books. Yeah. What, what girl's going to want to marry you if you're four feet tall? Seven foot tall, you're not comfortable in any car. That's fair. I forget that those people exist. Yes. Yeah, no, but I mean, as long as I'm proportionate, I don't want to be kind of stubby. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. No, uh, but, but, you know, if I could keep my proportions... You know, you've never, okay, so you've always been short and we teased you all the time in elementary school for being short. You've never had that feeling of like, I just want to be tall. I want to be seven foot. Oh no. I, oh God. I would not want to be seven foot. I'd want to be like six foot, six foot, maybe a little, and a little bit, but nowhere near seven feet now. <laughs> I would choose, I would choose four feet. Cause then I could be the little dude who runs around and flies over things. And, and I could wait, wait, no, no, okay. Over things. Yeah. Well, when you're small, when you're small, you don't weigh a lot. So you can, I mean, you do remember, do you remember being small and being able to bounce basically to, to fall on that? I mean, yes, not, yes, you're yes. close when to the ground. Toddler. So you remember when your parents would stick you in the sheets and swing you around? <laughs> no. <laughs> so you just want to be a child. For I just want to be life. a child again. Yes. <laughs> this, I mean, you could still do things like that. So Fair enough. yeah. Josh, what about you? Um, Seven feet is closer to what I am now than four feet is, so it wouldn't be that much more of a change. But I would probably go for the four feet if I had to change, just because it's. I think I feel it would be easier. Wow. Like, even at six feet, it's hard to find a car that doesn't. Oh, that's true. Cr- yes, cramp yes. my headspace. Yeah, you know. So seven feet, you're going to be squished into any vehicle you ride in. Dude, four feet, you could ride power wheels again. Yeah, power oh, wheels. Man. Oh man, everything's going to cost less. Mm, yeah, you can just wear Buy children's clothes. clothes. Unless you got fat. A fat, short person. That would yeah. be unfortunate. I, I would choose to keep my same proportions, like Kelly said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe I'm, just, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. That's it's not like they're just like, just part shrink of you. Up. It's like one of those like circus mirrors where <laughs> right. it's like, oh God, I'm fucking <laughs> wide now. Yeah. Mm. All right. Like even buying outdoor gear. Like right now I have to buy the largest snowshoes because I'm so heavy. But <laughs> if I was four feet, I could buy kids snowshoes and they'd be tons cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> it's always financial with Josh. Less, less food money. Yeah. Theoretically. I would still try to eat as much as I do now. Amy, you're next. <laughs> but then I'd be You the would not keep your proportions. <laughs> no, there'd be all sorts of problems. All right, Amy's going to pull a pink card. That would be a park. This or that, legit. pens or pencils? Pencil. It's her turn to go first. Okay, but we keep going around in a circle. I was trying to randomize things. Okay, there, there go. you go. So you, pencil for you? Pencil. <clears throat> Amy? I like pens. I used to be a pen person, and I'm now fully pencil, because I'm left-handed, and I smear most ink. Well, see, I don't like gel pens or liquid pens. I can't I use like, those. I like traditional ballpoint pens. There is a specific brand that I really like, and they are a clicky pen, and I snap pencils. Ah, wait, pencil like lead. you snap? Oh, okay. And it makes funny noises. Like Angry issues. annoys me. If we're being perfectly honest, I would choose a bucket of paint that I would use to write with my entire body. I would use my entire <laughs> body to write with it. Oh, that's disturbing. Yeah. Not an option. Pencils or pens? Ah, oh, crayons. No, pens or pencils. Well, ink is closer to that, so I'll go with pens. All right. Yes. Josh. Pencils. You know you can... Pencils because you're an engineer and you need to erase things. And... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know you can still Math smudge. sucks with a pen. Mm-hmm. Pencils, right? It's much harder. It's not as much fun. It's not as messy. Am I up next? Crap. I'm going to do a green card. Uh, oh, man. We have to do this one fast. Uh, the Japanese video game industry seems to be dying. Can anything be done to save it? No. So the challenge is we've got companies like uh, Team Eco that have almost literally collapsed. The the producer and the director have both stepped out. Gran Turismo 5 was kind of mediocre after being in development for like seven years. Final Fantasy is in the garbage. You know, like things are just falling apart. Shigeru Miyamoto from Nintendo said he wants to step down. They've completely lost it. Whereas in the 80s and 90s, they were the video game industry. So what's going on? 
they haven't changed their formula in 20 years. It's the exact same games over and over again. They're just all they're adding now is more perversion to the. That's actually true, like Bayonetta and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, they're just making it slinkier and and not it's more actually, culturally relevant to Japanese people, but not to anybody else. Like you know, and sometimes yeah, I mean not not all Japanese people are into that. Yes, but. they are. <laughs> But uh, Josh, you're half Japanese, right? <clears throat> quarter. How, how how naughty are you? How naughty yeah. am I? Uh, slinky, I guess is Kelly. Not pretty. a quarter. <laughs> He's not a quarter slinky. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh, you don't play very many games. Have you anything to say? Uh, I think the Yakuza might might have something to do with it. Yeah, they're they're ruining the Japanese video yes. game industry. Yeah, some kind of like leverage scam. It is. Melissa, what about you? No, you don't like any Japanese games. Wait, that what? may be true. No is the answer to which question? Can anything be done to save oh, okay. it? <laughs> that was the original question. <laughs> the, the question. I answered it from the beginning. Fair enough. You, know, you think it's just they're too far back? They can't catch up? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about the industry. I don't know enough about the players. I certainly don't know, don't know enough about the future not being prescient or anything like that. <laughs> um, but I guess I'm inclined to say that this is one of those situations where the, the tide has shifted. And it might shift back someday, but... The powerhouse in video game creation is no longer Japan, and that's all there is to yeah. it right now. They yeah. need to innovate. If if they were to bring in new people, I mean, maybe foreigners to to help them innovate what they're doing, you know, change the formulas significantly, then I think they could be competitive again. But they're they're not. It's it's weird because I've always made fun of the the United States car industry as kind of designing in a vacuum. They make these cars that seemingly don't even pay attention to what's being offered from Europe or Japan, where there's a lot of innovation and creativity. Whereas in the video game industry, it's the opposite. Like in Japan, they seemingly can't realize that the West is making great video games and they're creating in a vacuum. Like you said, it's still yeah. 1993 <clears throat> kind of design styles and aesthetics and scrolling yep. text. And every time I get excited about a new Zelda game, I try it and it's just super heart crushing. Cause it's like 20 hours of just garbage. And then it starts getting fun at the end. Cause like it's condescending almost. Yeah. I don't understand why they do it. it Drive me crazy. All right. So that was good. We got three rounds out of it. Uh, I like the style. We got some listener questions potentially on the phone. <clears throat> but we already had listener questions. We did, but now we're getting live listener questions. This is These like are... inception. We have to go deeper. I, <laughs> I am Just identif- no questions from Nick. I am, or, I am or, identifying a, a flaw in your game. All right. All well, saying. how about we do one or two of them and the rest we can put on for next week or the next show? How about that? All right. Since this is relevant because we won't get to it, Emily from Rhode Island, the Giants or the Patriots? Who? Football the teams Bowl. in the Super right. Bowl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lost a lot of cred there. Yep. Uh, Patriots or Giants? I feel like even though the Patriots are very patriotic, a giant is a large individual and they will win. Yes. All right. Josh? Wait, how how good are the Patriots' weapons? <laughs> the best they missiles. They, they have muskets. And hatchets. Muskets. Versus, That's what I learned from the Patriots. Versus Giants and the hatchets, clubs. Hatchets are very This is dangerous. a hard call. Also cannonballs. Spoilers. <laughs> Josh? Uh, I would have to choose the Patriots just because I'm slightly prejudiced against New York. <laughs> Where are the Patriots from? Uh, New, England. New England. I don't actually know. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Massachusetts. Yeah, so in my really in my fancy no my fancy algorithm <clears throat> for choosing who to root for when I have no idea what mm-hmm. to care about, um, it's it's going to have to be the Patriots unless the Giants have really awesome uniforms that I am oh, not they wearing. Go to some kind of retro uniform for the Super Bowl. That'd be good. That would be really cool, like the like the Winter Classic in hockey where they wear the retro uniforms. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Who's the home team? Uh, there's no home team. They play at a different well, stadium. 
yeah, who but, gets but to wear their who home gets to wear their home no team idea. uniform? Yeah, because they usually have a cooler. I I go with whoever has the cooler uniform, and I don't remember what either of their uniforms look like. <laughs> yeah, me so, either. Yeah. All right. I think the Giants have blue, maybe. I also so do the Patriots. <laughs> so we got some blue on the field. Yes, we have some blue on the field. I also have a prejudice against New York, so I'm going to go with the Patriots. One last question from Aaron. Yeah, they stole my buddy. His Why? name is Aaron. Why? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why do women like handbags so much? Is that how he wrote it? Yes, there's many, many O's. Why do women like handbags <laughs> so much? Because so our pockets are too small. Ooh. I think that's it right there. They tend to because they're materialistic clothes. and they carry all their stuff with them. <laughs> I think it's that they have really tiny pockets. <laughs> I, Melissa, I think they do tend to carry, on average, more items with them than guys do. Oh yeah, by far. So, I think I carry more items because I have a purse, not the other way around. You don't have a purse because you need to carry more items. Well, when I was younger and I hated having a purse, I had really small purses, like the smallest I could get away with, and it was you know large enough for my wallet and some Kleenex. So once upon a time, like, I think it might have been when we were on our cruise or something, but you needed me to get, like, chapstick or your room key or something out of your pocket. And they were on the, they were on the ground. Like, I picked up your pants. I went to, like, stick my hand in, and that got to, like, the tops of my four knuckles. And that's as far as my hand could go mm-hmm. into your front pocket, and it blew my mind. I could not comprehend having, like, a three-inch pocket. Just life-shattering. I couldn't. I think those pockets are more mostly decorational. Uh, I, I think, don't think that girls put. Because you put like your pockets. keys, maybe. I can put my keys in my front phone. pocket. Phone. You have a small phone. If you had a smartphone, that I don't think you could no. put it in any pocket. Oh, uh, in my back pocket. Maybe. Yeah. Then you might sit on it. Yeah. Or pop out the top. Yeah. Amy, you like handbags. Why do you like fit. them yeah. so much? My keys don't fit in my pocket, and they you need to get new keys for a long time. Okay, the I think maybe the question is why do they have to have so many of them? Though maybe partially because. I mean, why can't they just have one handbag? Yeah, I mean, women, the women I know, at least the, the women in my say, family. Why can't you just have one video game, Kelly? The women, well, <laughs> <laughs> the women in my family will buy, you know, 10 purses a year, just go crazy. And wow. Yeah. I own two. I own four. I own zero. Well, you're a man. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I own it to fit in. I own four. One of them I made. One of them um, is, can be long across. My shoulders and two of them are just straight up on my shoulders. They are all different colors. They all do very different things. They all function very differently. And that's why I have four different Can you ones. explain function very differently? They hold things differently? They hold things differently. So one of them is, is very small and it's very compact. Two of them are rather big, which means that I can carry her lunch. water bottle in it, my lunch in it. Six books. Only when I go to the <laughs> library or to the bookstore. I had um, a pair of pants that I could fit an entire math book in the back pocket. <laughs> like, you actually tried this? This is like in the, the era where, like, Jengos were popular. Or yeah. No, I think they were. I think they were. Jengos, I actually yeah. remember those No, they, in fact, well, actually, you I could fit them in the front pockets, knees. too. Yeah. No, these pants were amazing. Yeah, like but an I entire mean, textbook. I've got, I've got two very different bags that can do that, and then I've got another bag that I made because I wanted one that was that <clears> shape. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. We are going to wrap this up. Uh, if you have any questions you'd like to send in, you can email us at tnspodcast at gmail.com. We could use some more questions, as Melissa pointed out. Give us some more topics and questions. That we need science. We need science back need in? Science. science needs to come back. Could that be one we of need the science. cards next yeah, time? That could we could, be one yeah, of we the... can get some... I've got some good science. Yeah. Um, we actually have... You could put science trivia on the cards. <gasps> the, one of these... Oh, somewhere. my God. You can't look at them. <laughs> They're for next week. They go back into the pool. Put that down. Like I'm going to remember them. Put that down weeks. right now. No. No. All right. So uh, we're going to close it out with some dubstep. 
I'm actually putting in the song that first caused me to fall in love with dubstep. It's called the UKF Dubstep Mix from August 2009. It's actually a, a combination of four or five songs, and I'm only going to give you the first four minutes of it, and Melissa just can't stop shaking her head at me, apparently. <laughs> dubstep is good for your soul. <laughs> It's not good for my equilibrium. <laughs> Fair enough. So big props to the guys at UKF for their amazing song. We'll catch you again in two weeks. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.